I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is up, people? Welcome to another edition of the No Bullshit Guide to Life with me, your host, Bangs in a Bun. How the hell are you? I know it's been, what, maybe six years since I last did a podcast? Maybe not quite that long, but it feels like it. I'm sorry. I've been kind of crappy. I know. I always make an excuse when I come back. Life gets in the way. But hey, it does. You know that. You're human. Um, So I do apologize. And once again, I am making an effort to get back on the podcasting wagon and pull my finger out and do more of these things because I do really enjoy doing it. So anyway, I hope life is treating you well and you're good and glorious. Just so you know, uh, there are some kind of street works going on on my street today, so we may be soundtracked by that at some point, which is glorious and obviously what you want when you're trying to record a podcast. So bear with me on that one. Also, Stringer Bell warning, my dog Stringer Bell, the uh, classiest Boston Terrier in town, uh, he's present here. He could go crazy at any minute. We don't know. Uh, so that's your obviously normal Stringer Bell warning. That's what's happening there. Peeps, enough with the chit-chat, let's dive right in. Today I'm going to talk about living a passionate life. Um, What I mean by that is, do you have a fire in your belly? Um, Of a passionate nature, not a medical nature. Uh, If you do have a fire in your belly of a medical nature, please go see your GP. Um, Do you have something that gets you up every day that you're excited about? That's what I mean when I say living a passionate life. So... People often think that this is connected to career, right? To be living a passionate and fulfilling life, obviously you must be doing what you love career-wise. And to that I say, no, not necessarily. I don't believe that's true. So I wanted to kick this off by debunking this myth, right? You've probably all heard this saying, do what you love and you won't work a day in your life. Uh, Frankly, bollocks to that. I think that's it's a nice idea, and it's true to an extent. Uh, do what you love, and your work days will absolutely be more enjoyable, perhaps. But let's make no mistake about it. Uh, there's a pressure that comes with making your passion your job, right? When your passion suddenly becomes the thing that you have to earn a living from, there's a responsibility that goes with that that isn't necessarily there when it's just your passion, if that makes sense. So you now have to make a living from it. You still have to pay taxes. Can you pay your rent and your bills and everything off the back of that? You know, there's a lot of things to take into consideration is what I'm saying. So that phrase, do what you love and you won't work a day in your life, should totally come with a disclaimer. Let's be real. Yes, living a passionate life is not necessarily about your career at all, okay? I'm going to kick this off by saying that I was in New York recently, and I think that's what kind of got me thinking about this topic, um, because it kind of really helped to reignite my own passion, just with interacting with people there, and just, well, really just observing people, and how people are with each other, and how they conduct their own lives. And I'm not sure if that's down to kind of the ideal of the American dream over there, 
But there is a pulse, a definite pulse to New York City where you just feel as though everyone in it is striving for their piece of greatness, whatever that may be, whatever form that may take, right? Everybody that I encountered on that trip, from delivery men to waiters to the people working in Starbucks or gallery assistants or shop owners, it seemed as though everybody was doing the very best they could in their job, right? I had a pleasant encounter, pleasant experiences with everywhere I went, really. And this is not to shit on anybody's job, okay? But perhaps being a delivery man is not everybody's idea of, you know, living the dream. Um, not to say it isn't for some people, I'm just using that as an example. Um, but my point is, you know, whatever it is that you're going to do, show up and rock that shit, you know? Show up and really show out. Like, actually do it with purpose. Do the best that you can. Make the most out of whatever that opportunity is. And that's the feeling that I got in New York, that everybody was doing that. Obviously, there's some exceptions to that rule, right? And I'm sure that probably not everybody was feeling that on the surface, but it's the impression that I got. Um, And aside from anything else, conducting your life in that way is first and foremost going to make your days much more pleasant for you, right? Just for you to get through. And especially when you're in a job that isn't necessarily, quote unquote, your passion. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but a few years ago, I used to be a travel agent um, back when I was living in Canada. And uh, I'll be honest, I was a terrible travel agent. It was not a good time in my life, just in general, kind of, I was not mentally and emotionally in the best place, let's put it that way. Um, So I hated the job, and I was not good at it, let's be real. Um, I absolutely wanted out, and I absolutely wanted to do something different, because I had been kind of reared on this notion that, you know, I absolutely have to be doing what I love. Not that, listen, that was not how I was raised by my parents, but just kind of a society. You've got to do what you love. Uh, my parents, by the by, were like, do what you want to do, whatever makes you happy. Um, so my thing was, I've got to be a writer or bust. Like, that is it for me. And so I let that consume me to the point where I was just rocking up to this travel agent job just to get the paycheck, you know, like, let me just keep a roof over my head while I try and do this writing thing. But I was, I really begrudged the fact that I had to do that job. And, you know, I'll be all the way real. And I felt it was beneath me, to be honest. I felt, you know what, I have this talent in this other area, and I should absolutely be able to make a living off that. And it was just, I mean, it's actually the sense of entitlement in that is actually cringeworthy when I think about it now. Um, going to talk about entitlement in a second. Um, but that was very much my attitude, if I'm going to be all the way real about it. Um, on reflection now, when I think about it, I could have made that experience in that job so much more pleasant by embracing it and finding an element in it that I could be passionate about, right? Or being able to incorporate my passion into it somehow. Not only would that make the the experience much more pleasant for me, but much more pleasant for everyone around me. And, you know, public apology right now to anybody who had to either work with me or just plain encountered me during my time as a travel agent. Because I imagine I was pretty unbearable, probably not a very nice person to be around. So, you know, 
I would have been much more pleasant for everybody else had I found a way to be passionate about an element of that job, right? To live passionately in some way through that. I just want to go back to that point about entitlement for a second, because I think that is one of the major differences that I notice when I go to New York and I come back here to the UK. I think, you know, be it a a waiter or whoever you encounter over there is giving you the best of what they can give you. Um, You go into a shop in New York, as soon as you walk in, oh, hi, how are you? Can I help you out with anything? Um, And then you come into a shop in the UK and it seems as though the shop assistants are pissed off that you came in. Um, So there's a, I think, obviously, I get it that, you know, a shop assistant isn't perhaps the best paying job in the world, but you're employed in a climate in which you're very lucky to be that. Not everybody has that luxury right now. So, you know, pull your finger out um, stop being entitled and make the most of that job. Why would you not rock up and try and be the very best at what it is that you're doing that day, right? Bring the very best of who you are and what you have to offer to that role. I used to work, uh, when I was 17, I worked in a department store for a while and um, they had a scheme there for the workers where if you sold um, a certain amount of store credit cards, you got some kind of bonus. And I was the top store credit card um, seller for a few months running because when you're in a job like that, frankly, it's all you can do to keep yourself occupied and motivated on something. There aren't a lot of victories in jobs like that, and I get it. Um, So find something in it that you can connect with and get passionate about. And I did get really passionate about that. There was a competitive element in it um, that I was kind of into at the time, And it gave me a purpose. It gave me a reason to want to interact and do something better and be something more. And yeah, I know it seems like a small thing, but everything's relative, right? And within that environment, it helped me find a bit of passion for it. So um, yeah, I think that does come down to entitlement. You're not entitled to a job, right? No matter where that job is, we all have to start somewhere. I don't care if you're going to art school. When you graduate, you don't get to just, you know, your paintings ain't going to be in MoMA right from the get. You've, there's certain shit you're going to have to do in order to get by. And you need to be able to inject some kind of passion into that rather than doing as I did and acting like an enti- entitled um, self-reverential wanker, frankly. Um, and, you know, feeling as though you're better than the situation. You're not. You're really not. Um, and there's people who may never get out of that job, so have a little respect. Um, and bring the best that you can of yourself to that situation. Um, I was listening to Mark Maron's podcast um, a little while back, and which I listen to every week. And if you are not up on that, please do go and subscribe to it. It is wonderful in many, many ways. Mark Maron is a stand-up comedian, and he does a really wonderful podcast called WTF. So you should all go and subscribe to that. Uh, A while back, he had um, a presenter of uh, one of these uh, TV shows in the States, and I think it's called America's Dirtiest Jobs, or one of those types of programs, anyway. And he was talking, this uh, guy was talking about this uh, idea that uh, we've all kind of been sold this dream of doing what you love. So I I guess that the uh, notion of this show is that he goes and works alongside and interviews people who literally do 
absolutely filthy, dirty jobs that most of us would not want to do. Let me just take a time out here to just big up, you know, bin men, the guy who cleans our streets, um, you know, people who are doing really, plumbers, people who are doing really, I don't want to have to deal with nobody's shit. And somebody is literally doing that right now. So big up all those people who are doing those jobs that we think we're above and we would not want to do in any way, shape or form. Um, anyway, I digress. This guy goes and interviews those people who are doing jobs that oftentimes we don't even know exist, right? Um, so he, the, the presenter on, uh, who was talking to Mark Marin, um, he was discussing this one guy who he'd gone to work alongside an interview and I can't remember what the exact job was, um, but let's just say it was something to do with waste, uh, something that none of us would really want to deal with, let's be real. Um, nobody wants to do that, and this guy is doing it. Um, but he owns the business, right? And this presenter was saying, you know, his question has always been like, how can you do this? Like, you know, if you're not passionate about it, how can you do it? But the guy owns the business. And while, yes, absolutely, he has to d literally deal with shit and things that we would not want to deal with on a daily basis, he has a great family and a lovely home. And he sent his kids to college. So doing something that he doesn't love has enabled him to live a passionate life, right? What he earns from that lets him indulge in things that he loves outside of work. And for him, that's his family life. That's just building a nice kind of family home environment and being able to provide for his wife and kids and live a good life outside of that. That's his passion. He does what he needs to do to enable himself to do that. And that was a real light bulb moment for me, actually. Listening to that interview, I was like, man, we have actually really been, you know, kind of sold up the river on that whole idea that, you have to be doing what you love or it doesn't count. Um, that guy apparently on the show was very like, no, I don't like doing this job, but I make the most of it and I earn my money and I have a great life because of it. So I think we could all do well to kind of think of things a little bit more in those terms. Uh, so living your life with passion. Your passion can be anything, right? It can be the arts or painting or motor car racing or making clothes, anything at all. But you have to have something that makes you feel passionate and excited in your life that, and that you can indulge in. You have to do that. If you have to struggle all week in like an office assistant job that you hate just so that at the weekend you can indulge your love of crossword puzzles or ice skating or learning a new language, so be it. I know I'm coming up with, you know, I'm just literally listing whatever it is that's coming into my head at the moment, which is making me think maybe I should really get into ice skating or something. Um, so be it, yeah? Um, and maybe you can find ways of incorporating that passion into this nine to five that you maybe don't love as much, right? So that it kind of helps you feel more passionate while you're there. Um, what I'm trying to say is, that just because you may not be living the dream and doing what you love every day, it doesn't mean that you can't live with passion. And whatever your passion might be, knitting, running, landscape gardening, I'm just going to give you a few more um, ridiculous things that I just want to list. Um, no matter what people think of it, no matter if people think it's silly or whatever, if it matters to you, it matters. Fuck what anyone else thinks. 
It's your thing. It's your passion. If it matters to you, you do it, right? I can't stress that enough. You do it. People live gloriously and passionately because we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to society to be, listen, I know I'm sounding really hyperbolic here, but I believe this. We owe it to ourselves and society to be vibrating off these good vibes that we feel when we're engaged in a life that matters to us, right? Imagine if we were all vibrating off that all the time, how different the vibe would be, how much we would uplift and encourage each other. It matters, man. That shit is inspiring, yo. And you never know who you might be inspiring by living your life in your own way with passion and purpose, right? That's all I wanted to say. So, as always, give me your feedback. How are you living passionately? How can, how can you encourage others to do so? Let's all vibrate off the good vibes, man. Um, thank you for listening once again. Follow me on everything, bangs in a bun, uh, Twitter, Instagram especially. Um, and I just joined Snapchat a few months back, and I'm kind of enjoying that medium. So you can go on there and kind of watch, watch me ramble. Uh, as well as listen to me ramble on here. All of the ramblings, all of the time. Um, Also, pretty please subscribe to this podcast. You can download the Acast app and you can see all the visuals that go along with this. Or you can also just subscribe on iTunes. If you're going to do that, please rate me on there so that we climb in the ratings and uh, hopefully this can become bigger. I would really like to be able to interview people on here so it's not just me yakking all the time because I know a lot of interesting people who I want to get down with an interview. So hopefully that's going to be coming soon too. I'm going to incorporate some of that. Anyway, peeps, those of you who reach out to me and say that you really like this podcast and you're so patient with me when I'm not doing them as regularly as I should be, I just want to really say thank you and I appreciate it. And um, I am really definitely going to be trying to do more. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, Until next time, smile at strangers, spread good vibes and have a good one. Ta-ta.